Shalom, shalom, shalom. Hey, my name is Michael Sano, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the 12 Cities in Israel podcast. The only positive podcast about the food, the culture, and the people of Israel. We're here to tell you about the great things that this big little country has to offer. Listen, if this is your first time um, watching us on the video version of the podcast, please, please, please don't forget to hit the subscribe button and the notification bell so that you're always in the loop and always know when we have a fresh brand new episode out. If you would like to take us with you on your way to work or to the gym or anywhere for that matter, um, you can find the audio version of this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. And also, very important to us here at 12 Cities in Israel, if you'd like to help support what we do, please feel free to become a patron of the show by heading on over to our Patreon page, www.patreon.com forward slash 12 Cities in Israel. That's the number one, two cities in Israel and set up a monthly donation. We would appreciate it. And every single donation allows us to continue bringing you this awesome show. Hey, what's going on? Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's episode 27. We, uh, we have kind of a, an interesting, oddly interesting episode today. I'm, I'm really super duper excited about giving it to you. I have a ton of stuff to tell you guys about the interviews. I have a ton of stuff to tell you about uh, upcoming projects. And I think that's going to eat up pretty much the first half of the show. Um, and then the second half, are you ready for this? I'm going to tell you about one of my favorite places in Israel. And you're going to go, oh my gosh, what the junk. What well, one of my favorite places in Israel is, <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. The cafeteria at Ben Gurion University, and I'm going to go through the delights, and not just the cafeteria, but the little satellite um, uh, food stands that they have and stuff like that. So, but before we do that, what do we always do? We give shout outs to our sponsors, and our first one is Neviot Plus. Neviot Plus flavored water, nature at its best taste. Neviot Plus delivers you with a true combination of health and pleasure based on Neviot natural mineral water, one of its kind in Israel. Um, it's enhanced with five B-group vitamins. It's naturally sweetened. It is low, 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 low in calories, only 35 to 40 calories per eight fluid ounces. There are no preservatives in this, no color additives in this. It's available in delicious, indulging flavors. Apple, peach, which I have right here, and grape. Um, if you're in Israel, you should be drinking Neviot. For more information, check out their website at www.neviotglobal.com forward slash en forward slash home. That's www.neviotglobal.com forward slash en forward slash home. If you want to get this, water delivered to your home, um, visit our next sponsor. And they are Makolet Online. Um, and their main goal is to make Israeli groceries and Judaic products affordable and available to everyone in the USA and Canada. 
Their online store carries items that are unavailable in most places in North America. Things like tahini, Israeli chocolates, frozen borekas, and the Neviat water that we are drinking here today. Um, at Makolet Online, you will find your favorite Israeli goods or simply enjoy brand new flavors. All of their products are kosher, and most are manufactured in Israel. If you want the taste of Israel delivered to your home, visit www.makolatonline.com and order today for an added bonus. Hey, guys, if you use the code 12 cities in Israel, that's the number one, two cities in Israel, all one word, no spaces, you will receive 15% off of your entire purchase, everything you purchase that day. Use the code. So again, visit www.makoletonline.com. That's www.makoletonline.com and order today. Um, yeah. So it, it's funny because Neviot was something that I wound up having with what we're going to talk about in the uh, in the last half of the show. Um I used to have it with every meal. And and you can get it in Israel. You can get it everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere. Every, I actually, I should do an episode just on it. On water. Um, Mayim. Um, oh, speaking of, I said that in Hebrew. Nice segue. Didn't even plan that one. What? Getting good at this stuff. So um, one of the things I wanted to tell you, um, we're going to do a couple of changes here. Not bad changes. We're going to give you, bring you a little more value um, for your listening time. We're going to do a upon section in the, uh, in the, in the podcast. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do the, uh, I'm going to do the show or I'm going to do the intro. I'm going to do my shout outs and then I'm going to do as I'm going to do right now. Um, a couple of words, ba-ivrit, in Hebrew. So that was Hebrew right there, for those of you who don't speak it. Um, for those of you who do, hey, be supportive. Um, <laughs> so we're going to start off simple, all right? And I'm going to put these, and if you're watching the video version, the uh, in Hebrew, I'll have it. I haven't figured out. You'll find out immediately. I haven't figured out if I'm going to put it just in Hebrew and English, Hebrew script and in English, but I think I'm going to put it in or Hebrew type. Um, Got to be careful about that. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to put it in Hebrew type, then Hebrew script, then um, what do you call it? Where you, uh, you sound it out and then, uh, so it'll be, um, what is it? It'll be sounded out underneath so you can read it in English, but say the word correctly. And then underneath, of course, it'll be in English for you to translate. So our first word is shalom. And I say it at the beginning of every single episode. Just Actually, I say it at the, at the beginning of all the vlogs, at the beginning of all at the beginning of the travel show, every, everywhere. I actually think I say it when I, I'm pretty sure I say it when I talk to people in general, but shalom is colloquially, nice word, hello in Hebrew. It also means 
its literal translation is peace. So you are, how cool is that? How nice is that? So you're saying shalom. So at the beginning when I say shalom, 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 I'm saying peace, peace, peace. In actuality, I'm saying hello, hello, hello. Um, but shalom means hello. So there you go. Our next phrase, because I think I'm going to do this in phrases, um, is, are you ready? Ma nishma. And ma nishma literally means um, what's new, okay? And it's it's the formal way of saying, uh, how are you? So you would say, shalom, manishma, and manishma, which means what is new, um, is basically, again, colloquially, how are you? And it's what you say to an adult. It's what you say formally. If you were to meet the prime minister, you would say, shalom, manishma. There you go. Uh, I, of course, would probably not say that. I would say, are you ready? The next one. Ma kore, which means literally, what is up? Ma kore. And yeah, I'd probably say that to the prime minister. Um, <laughs> and people will normally say that to their friends. They'll say that to, yeah, they'll say that to just about everyone. Uh, friends, interactions, shalom, makole. Um, but if you were going on an interview or you were meeting someone of importance, someone you wanted to impress, um, manishma. Um, the next one and the last one that I'm going to do, I'm only going to do like a little, you know, bunch of them. And then if you want, uh, on the YouTube version, you can go back and you can, you can check it out. This one is like that. And I decided to add this one kind of as a bonus, um, because it sounds so much like makole, it's makala. And that literally means what happened. So if you walked into the room and it was a mess and your dog was standing there and your baby was riding it like a horse, you would come in and go, Oi, Makala. There you go. I don't know. It's it's on the fly. Come on. This is this is not scripted. So um babies riding dogs like horses. Um, in my brain just made sense at the moment. So there you go. Makala. Um, all right. So let me go over them real quickly. Shalom. Manishma. Makoe. Ve, which means and. Makala. And there you go. And, uh, all right, dude, I got through it. Pain free. Successful. All right. Woo. All right. So that was the 12 cities in Israel. Um, Upan portion of the podcast. So let me take a drink of coffee and tell you why that is so important. So I jazzed up my coffee a little bit for those of you who really even care. <laughs> I'm sorry. I jazzed up my coffee. I started using uh, ground cinnamon inside it, uh, about a half a teaspoon. 
And the reason I started doing that is because I read this, uh, just finished reading the sports nutrition book, and it talks about inflammation. And I don't know if this is true. It could be total whatever. Um, but I'm noticing a physical effect. And it said if you take NSAIDs, like I like I said, I think in last episode, maybe the episode before, I said I go to the gym a lot and I exercise a lot. So I'm sore a lot. And uh, one of the things that I'll do is I'll take a couple of ibuprofen, Motrin, and uh, for anti-inflammatory to keep me from breaking down into a bunch of... Remember Clash of the Titans years ago, the original one when uh, Perseus would swat at those uh, um, skeletons that were at the Parthenon and they would all fall apart? Well, that's exactly what I feel like my body's going to do sometimes. So I will take a couple Motrin. And what it said in this is uh, you might want to try adding cinnamon to some of the things that you eat or drink. So there you go. Um, Peter, I gave you for being my first per- Patreon um, patron. Uh, I gave him a, what is it? I gave him a full jar of uh, of the coffee that I drink, the one Jacobs, uh, Kron- Kronung, um, the Polish coffee that I drink, and he said he really liked it. So here's to you, Peter. I'm going to take another sip, and then I'm going to tell you why Ulpan is important to what we're doing here. Mm. All right, so um, we are branching out. We're adding to our catalog Ooh, that was professional media talk right there. We're adding to our catalog. We're adding to the things that we do. Now, one of the things I did is, ooh, um, I write a blog for the Times of Israel. Um, Well, that was a drop right there. Whoa, check it out. Um, And my first article was about Hebrew being the gateway to... um, Israeli society, culture, food, and its people. And so that started getting that started getting all the wheels going up here. And I decided, why don't I do like a fun ulpan? I have a friend, she did one, and she doesn't do it anymore. And I think just a fun, quick five-minute ulpan, uh, I can make videos about that all day long. I love Hebrew. Um, I thought, why don't I do that? So that's going to be coming out. We, uh, and the reason that's going to be coming out is because some very huge, huge news. We got our last piece of equipment. I need to get a couple of backup hard drives to take with me, but overall I have all the equipment I need. Um, I got our second camera. We, uh, I do, if you watch the end of the video version, I do a shout out, uh, a big whole page uh, listing all of the video and audio equipment we use. And Adorama um, is where we get all of our equipment because those guys help us. They believe in our mission. They believe in the things that we're doing. And, the, and, and they're a wonderful company. Um, if you need video equipment, if you're planning on doing something like this, Go over to Adorama. For the audio, we go to a place called Alto Music. 
Um, but the most important part of what I'm talking about right now is the last piece of equipment we needed uh, to pick up was our second camera because it, it, we want it to be professional. We want it to look good. We And, and these cameras are 4K super duper Sony FDR AX53 cameras. They're really nice. And we've got, you know, monitors for them and everything, but that was the last piece. And um, I wanted to do something with that second camera in the, in the, I think it's two months till we go, uh, two and a half months. Uh, I wanted to do something in that time with that camera. I didn't just want to have that camera and have it sit. The camera that, that I'm filming with right now, I use for my podcast. It's awesome. I love it. But I was thinking, what can I do to add value to 12 cities and Israel viewers? What can I do to expand the brand a little bit um, and get my footprint in the in the world of Israel travel to be a little bit larger? And one of the one of the ideas that I had was this upon. So, wow, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. We're gonna start the the. I have a a couple of lavaliers lavaliers is that the i i hope i'm saying it right the wireless mics so we're gonna do that um we're gonna set up in the old studio in my office um and that's where i did all the vlogs and i stopped doing the vlogs um which i shouldn't uh but i stopped doing the vlogs because i i want to do the vlogs in israel and I was looking for something to use that studio space for. And um, I'm going to bring you Ulpan. Tell me what you think. Hit me in the comments um, on the YouTube channel or send me an email. You guys have my email. You know how to get to me. Um, I give you all the information at the end of the show uh, in the video version um, on ways to find me. You can find me on social media. You can find me everywhere. Tell me what you think. Tell me um, what you think about this idea of Ulpan. Is it useful? Is it something you'll use? The cool thing is, um, so here's my biggest concern with doing something like this. And it is, I want to make sure I do it right. I don't want to slaughter Hebrew slaughter the language and I'm lucky um I was and I'm going to give you some tips uh as I do the the ulpan some things that are really fun some questions that people have now uh one of the big things that I learned I had this conversation with Johnny Greenstein my Hebrew professor in college um and we were talking about the R sound, which is a leish, and how there's about 35 different R sounds in Hebrew. And most people will say, no, there's not. There's the leish. It's just It's the reish sound. Um, but no, in different words, if you listen to people speak, the leish sound is totally different depending on who, what word they're using. Um, this is most evident, I found, in pop music, because I listen to a ton of Israeli pop. Um, actually, it is really pop song, Hakvish. Um, Hakvish, come on. 
I think I'm saying it right. Uh, it's a Static and Ben El Tavori song. Um, it's Coastal Road, and that that's how I came up with the 12 cities in Israel, uh, the entire concept. And uh, why did I do that? I don't know. Um, but in oh pop music, so pop music has is a great place to uh, work on your Hebrew chops. So you, you just and I'm going to go into that when I start talking about Ulpan and I start talking about you know uh, when we start diving deeper into. Um, the 12 cities in Israel Upon show, which is only going to be on as it stands right now is only going to be on YouTube, but, 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 um, I think that if I write it correctly, it's something that I can do where I can just start up, um, a new SoundCloud because I go through SoundCloud as my um, distributor. I don't. I don't know if I'm doing it right, but that's where my main RSS feed is for the podcast, and uh, it goes out to all the other places through there. But um, I think if I write the Ulpan in a certain way, uh, for if I write the script in a certain way, it can be released uh, as a podcast. Let me know if that's something you're interested in. Let me know. It'll be quick. It's not going to be something long where you have to spend a lot of time. It'll. I, I think bite-sized chunks are important because bite-sized chunks of Hebrew will make it, it'll give you a better ability to retain it. Wow, I sound so academic and professional. Listen to me. Um, so that's one thing that's coming up. So we have the Upan 12 Cities in Israel Upan program. My, my Oh, I know what I want to talk about. Neely Kane. Neely Kane, who is one of my best friends. She lives in uh, Jerusalem. Um, she was actually our student liaison at Ben Gurion University when I was there for Ulpan the first time. And I went twice. And she, was, uh, she became a, a wonderful friend. She's one of the smartest people I know. Um, she's also one of the most capable, and that's, I know that sounds like a weird thing to say that she's a capable person. No, there are a lot of people who are incapable and Neely Kane is, if you give her something, if you need something, whatever, she's a can do come through kind of person. Um, so yeah, that's actually the biggest compliment coming from me that I can give. Um, so yeah, she's a rock star. She's going to be helping. I'm going to be doing this just to give you some background. I'm going to be giving you, I'm going to be on WhatsApp. I'll be shooting her over Hebrew words. And then on top of that on WhatsApp, you can send an audio message. So what I'll be doing is I'll be pronouncing it. And the relationship that I have with Neely is comfortable enough that she will be have no problem whatsoever giving me the correct correcting me um some people are kind of timid about that she is not which is awesome which is another reason why she's such a rock star um but she's gonna be in the producer credits and she's so awesome she said you don't need to do that and i said absolutely so 
Um, that's coming up. That's one of the things that's coming up. I told you about my Times of Israel blog, which I'm actually behind on, but I have an idea about what I'm going to write it on. And I think I might complete that today, have that out before the end of the week. Um, and then, 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 or maybe I'll do every two weeks. I've been uh, juggling that in my head and it seems lazy. So whatever. Um, the other thing that I'm going to be doing and I have to, I have to, we're almost at the halfway point. Um, the other thing that we're doing is I've been telling you guys over a number of episodes that I'm doing this thing, um, Samalim, which is icons. I think I got that right. Um, and it's uh, the Hebrew word, right? Uh, and icons are, is a, a, a show that we're going to make, that I'm going to make, um, that deals with the icons of Israeli history. Uh, one of them, and I'm also going to do an episode on Zionism, which reminds me I need to do, and I wonder if that's going to be a one or a two part show on the podcast. I need to do an episode on Zionism, um, because a lot of people don't know exactly what Zionism is. Um, and I'm going to, just shed some light on it, give you my opinions and all that stuff. But um, while I'm in Israel, I'm going to be in Tel Aviv for a week and a half, two weeks. Then I'm going to shoot down to Beersheba to visit friends and family. And then from there, one day, and this is this is pretty, uh, whew, taking on a lot. Um, I don't know. It might be uh, one day and one night. Uh, I might spend the night there. I don't know. I haven't thought about it yet. But I'm going to shoot the Theodore Herzl um, Icons episode, and I want to do that in Jerusalem. I think it would be a lot more profound. I think it'll bring, um, it'll add value to the show itself, and I'd like to work out if maybe I can go to Har Herzl, which is Mount Herzl, where he's buried. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. And, uh, that is what's coming up in the future. Um, all right. So we are at the halfway point. I'm going to take a sip of coffee real quick, and then I'm going to give my second round of shout outs. What? Hold on. I'm really excited about all this stuff that's coming up. So, um, all right. Our first one is from iConnect. Hey, what's up, Shoshana, you guys? iConnect, engagement with Israel that earns you rewards. iConnect is a website dedicated to teaching you more about Israel. It's also a social gaming platform where you can play, earn points, and receive cool prizes all for free. While you're there, you will connect with Israel by engaging with all of iConnect's numerous articles, games, puzzles, polls, and more. Now, why should you go to iConnect and play? Because iConnect's unique platform introduces you to Israel in a fun, exciting, and most importantly, rewarding way. All while working towards giving you a once-in-a-lifetime experience. So head on over to www.iconnect.co.il. That's www.iconnect.co.il and start playing now. 
Um, our next one is from Israel Phones. Israel Phones is the leading provider of communications devices for people traveling to Israel. Israel Phones offers SIM cards, mobile phone rentals, and MiFi devices, which are mobile Wi-Fi hotspots, and serves the connectivity needs of tour groups, synagogues, schools, community missions, study programs, and individuals there visiting family, and friends, supplying you with all of the mobile phone equipment that you'll need on your next trip to Israel. Right now, because of watching this show, Israel Phones will give you a free SIM card, which is a $15 value, if you spend $30 or more on their site. <coughs> all you have to do to get this deal is to use the coupon code 12CitiesInIsrael, the number one, two, Cities in Israel, just like last time, all one word, no spaces, when checking out on your next order. For more information on what Israel Phones can do for you and to get this great deal, please visit www.israelphones.com. Go to www.israelphones.com. Um, yeah, do that. Go over to iConnect. Go over to Israel Phones. Um, the iConnect website's a lot of fun. Uh, they give you... Um, so let's say you go and you successfully earn a bunch of points. You can go and then cash those points in for a coupon, for something off. They have a bounce in Jerusalem, like those foam pit places. Um, I I just, I why wouldn't there be one? But just the holy city has a bounce. Um, so, yeah, they have all kinds of stuff. You can get uh, um, coupons on coffee, all kinds of things. And as far as Israel phones goes, I use them. Uh, every time I go, I get a, I get one of the MiFi ports, um, little cards, uh, and we use it when we go. So do that. Um, all right. So the second half is dedicated to my gut. Um, I love to eat. Oh my gosh. And when I'm in Israel, I love to eat. I, it's no different than when I'm here, but the cool thing is I get amazing food. And a lot of times what happens is I wind up bringing the, I, I guess I bring the recipes home, but I try to do, and I think we all do this. We do this mental and uh, we do this palate sleuth thing where we try to figure out what is in that. Or we go, oh my gosh, I can't believe they put that with that and it tastes amazing because I would have never put those together. So one of the first places that I ate when I was in Israel um, was at the cafeteria, <laughs> was at the cafeteria at Ben Gurion University. And I cannot begin to tell you how absolutely amazing it is and I'm actually looking forward to uh to going in February because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be off for at the end of the interviews I go down and I'm gonna be literally across the street from Ben Gurion University um and I'm of course of course of course gonna be at the cafeteria 
Now, they have... The cafeteria there is totally different than any cafeteria anyone in the United States has ever experienced in their lives. And this is the funny thing. So, salads. Salads are a indelible staple of the Israeli diet. Anyone who's been there absolutely knows what I'm talking about. There's uh, mesh mesh i think then that's where they bring out all the salads at a restaurant before you eat they bring out these little bowls the bowls that we would have like uh um gravy or hollandaise sauce or something or cottage cheese in they have little salads and they will refill them throughout the meal if you if you are like me and you tear through them so um at the cafeteria i was a little being uh what is it the stupid american um i was a little confused yes that's the perfect word i was confused when i first got there because you get there and it's these four long you know the stainless steel buffet trays four long ones the narrow ones and it was four of them filled with salads all kinds of salads they had like a beet salad and i'm sorry i'm not a beet salad guy they had a bean salad which was lubia which is a moroccan garlic tomato sauce um olive oil salad with uh white beans they're like white kidney beans can cannellini or something like that i don't know um I make it here at home, and I, I have no I just know they're white, and they come in a Goya can. Um, so, Lubia, they have uh, a sour, uh, like a coleslaw, but it's a different coleslaw than I've ever had in my life. It's got dill in it. It's made with uh, white cap. It's just, it's ridiculous. It's out of control. Um, and then you have your regular Israeli salad. And your Israeli salad is really simple to make. You can make it at home. And I'm going to tell you what's in it right now. It is diced cucumbers, diced tomatoes. Uh, some people put a little bit of garlic in it. Um, and then you can put olive oil, a little bit, just a splash, and um, uh, lemon juice. And that gives it a little bit of tartness. And you mix it all together. I like to put um, parsley in there too. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know what it does. Um, but I just like to put parsley in it to spice it up. I say spice it up. You don't really taste parsley. But just to uh, give it some texture. I don't know. Um, so you got all that first when you get there. And I'm like thinking to myself, okay. All right. I can... I can do this. So, hmm. You get a plate. You get a tray. And they have plates. So I get a plate. And I wind up filling up an entire plate with salads. Um, thinking I'm like this big, just piglet who's, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're, you're getting this much salad. And I started feeling bad. And I was going to actually... Not put it back, but throw it out. Yes, I'm horrible. I'm a horrible person. But then I looked around and people were piling salad on plates and they grabbed another plate. So I went and grabbed another plate 
um, so that I had one salad, one plate full of these salads, so I didn't feel bad anymore. All right, so cool. I'm getting very hungry telling you this story. Hold on, let me take another sip. Uh. So then you eke down the line a little bit, and you're peeking as you look over, um, and they say, Oz, and that's rice in Hebrew. And I said, Ken, yes, Ken, Ken, because I love rice, and it's white rice. None of this hokey brown rice. I only eat brown rice. No. White rice. It's beautiful. Good for the digestive system. A lot of carbohydrates, which I'm going to give you guys a tip. All of you out there who are cutting carbs, stop it right now. I just, like I said, I just read the sports nutrition book. And uh, did you know they're fuel for the brain and the nervous system and they're required and a reduction in carbohydrates leads to a 33% reduction in cognitive capacity. Whoa. So when you starve yourself with car from carbs, you get dumber. So stop doing it. Um, what you need to do is you need to count how much you have. Uh, I, while I was there, did not count carbs at all and was like super duper happy to have them. Um, so I said, yes. And they give you two big scoops with, you know, you know, you've been to a cafeteria, the big steel, stainless steel spoon with the holes in it. And they're just dump, dump. And I'm like, Ah, awesome. So then they say, Doug, and I had just gotten there and I knew some Hebrew, but it wasn't in common usage for me. So I was really, really confused. And I got, Doug, Doug, fish. You want fish? Oh. Yes. So they take, and this is funny. So in Hebrew, you know how in the United States we say salmon? They say salmon. The L is not silent. There are no silent words in Hebrew or silent letters in Hebrew. So I think, I don't know. I'm talking out of my, yeah. Um, so I say, Ken. Can, can, which means yes. And they put this chunk of salmon. It had to be a pound of salmon onto my plate on top of that rice. And they start putting this sauce on there. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is absolutely amazing. Do you know what was in the sauce? This is where I'm like, you put this with this? In the sauce were chickpeas. And I was like, wow, chickpeas. That's so crazy with fish and with rice. Dude, holy cannoli. It was absolutely one of the best freaking meals I have ever had in my entire life. And it was, the sauce was like an olive oil and, um, I guess like runoff, like the oils from the fish mixed with olive oil, mixed with 
some spices, but not a lot, like salt and pepper. And uh, and the and the 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 uh, the chickpeas, and then it all bled into the rice. And what well, I think I might make that tonight. I think I'm gonna have to thaw some salmon tonight. <laughs> Holy cow! I love fish, and I love fish with rice. And it was just I'm in a cafeteria. Who goes to a cafeteria and gets this culinary delight? Um, so I go through and I get that. That's one time I went. The next time I went, I looked and I was like, I'm not in the mood for fish, I don't think. So I went through and I looked at what they had. Do you know what they had? Oh my gosh. They had one of my favorite meals on the planet. They had schnitzel. Now, if you... I've had schnitzel, then you obviously know how happy I am right now. But they had schnitzel, they had rice, and I had it with china, which is tahini, on top of it. Oh, my word. Holy Holy, again, cannoli. I don't know where this is coming from. <laughs> I'm very hungry. Um, so I had schnitzel, some of the best schnitzel I've ever had in my entire life, by the way. Some of. Um, I'm talking to you, Iris, and I'm talking to you, Lenoy Biton, who have the absolute best schnitzel on the planet. Um, but this schnitzel was so amazing that I actually had to get an extra one to go. So I got done eating, went back through the line, ordered it to go, and ate it again that night. And so when I make, uh, I, I said tahini. So um, tahini is this amazing sesame seed sauce that's made from sesame seed paste. And you make it, it's super duper, duper, duper simple to make. So all you do is you go buy the sesame seed pit. You can buy it pre-made, but I like it my own way. So what you do is you buy the sesame seed paste. You take that can. You dump one full can of water into the blender. Uh, so you got the paste and the water in the blender. Then you take like a third of a can of lemon juice. You pour that in. Then you take, uh, I used minced garlic, and I take, like, I think I take three teaspoons and throw that in. And then you take, um, what do you take? You take parsley, and you just dump a bunch in. Again, for texture, for um, presentation. I want it to look good. Um, so then you mix that all together, and it whips, and it comes to this nice, creamy, sesame seed sauce called tahini and it's just fabulous on schnitzel on shawarma which i've told you how much I, and i'm going to tell you guys about shawarma later um in another episode and um what else then you uh so i put it with when i eat schnitzel on rice with tahini i i lose my mind i just i can't even control myself i eat probably two or three 
pieces of schnitzel and a ton of rice. And it's just, there's something about it that's just so, wow. But it was so good that I had to take um, another serving of it home with me um, when I was there. It's just amazing. I'm actually really excited about this now. If you're watching the video version, you could probably see my face and I'm like thinking, oh man, I can't wait to get there. Because what I do, I'm slick. Think it through. So I'm on one end. My friend Moti works in the dorms on the other end of campus at Ben Gurion University. So what I do is I, I, I said, well, you know, I have to walk through campus and I'm hungry. So why not just stop at the cafeteria? Boom, done. Bob's your uncle. Um, so that is, and then when you get done, they um, they have a, a thing, uh, uh, what is it, a beverage fridge. They got a fridge, uh, one of those open ones, like at the at, at uh, stores. And uh, they say, maim, o cola, o sprite, any of those. And you say, um... Oi, Maima Farsek, Neviota Farsek, which is Neviot. A Farsek is peach, um, which is Neviota Farsek. I'm holding it up right now. Um, so, And it's this size. It's actually this exact one that I'm holding up if you're watching the video. This is the exact one that I get, and I would drink one of these, sometimes two, depending on how hot it was. I was there in August. Um, and I would just have the most amazing meal. Oh my gosh. Now that is, are you ready? Smola, uh, left. That's the left side of the, um, that is the left side of the cafeteria line. What? What's he talking about? What kind of craziness is he coming up with now? Okay. There's another right side to the cafeteria with even more delights. Oh, my gosh. Um, I, I need a moment. I just, I need another sip of coffee. Hold on. So, on the right side is what would be the equivalent of Israeli fast food. So... On the left side um, is all the dinner kind of stuff. The real hearty, um, good stuff. You're getting all the calories. You're getting all the nutrients. No junk. No fried food. Maybe some fried food. Eh, schnitzel. What are you going to do? Um, but the right side is, um, oh, my gosh, the right side. You guys are going to hate my guts by the time of this episode, too. By the time, of the, by the end of this episode, too, because the right side on the right side, they have a shawarma spit. For those of you who don't know, shawarma is layered meats that are rotated and roasted. And they, it's turkey, pretty much. Oh, excuse me, hiccup. Another one. Excuse me, sorry. Um, so, shawarma in Israel is mostly turkey, sometimes chicken. Um... And it is amazing. And it's shredded off of the spit and put into a hero, uh, a roll, a long roll, 
or it's put into a pita. Now, you can get that on that side. You can also get schnitzel on that side in a roll or a pita. You can also get falafelim. You can get falafel in a pita. You can probably get it in a roll, too. I've never had it in a roll. I went, Actually, yep, my brain. I'm wondering. Might try it. Um, and you can get falafel. In the, and they don't just put a couple in. They cram the thing. Then um, another thing that they do is they have cheeps on that side, and they'll put it, if you get a pita, they'll put it right into the pita with the, with the falafel or the schnitzel or the shawarma, and then they put all the vegetables in. They have Israeli salad. Remember the Israeli salad I told you about, the diced um Cucumbers and tomatoes, they stuff that into the pita. Or on the roll, like if you get a schnitzel uh, sandwich, they'll stuff all that on the top. Those eggplant, they throw eggplant in there. They'll throw chili sauce. They have two different kinds. One's medium, one's hot. The medium one is not medium, so be prepared. Um, And in a squeeze bottle mustard and ketchup and stuff they have tahini and they'll hand it to you oh that's so nice and then you can put it all over your fries i am sorry but tahina on fries is out of this world i'm i'm addicted to to tahini i just i live for it i love it um and i'm i actually maybe i'll make some Maybe I'll make some tonight. Maybe I'll make schnitzel tonight. Ooh, what's happening? Um, all right. So that's it. That is the cafeteria at Ben Gurion University. Yay! Oh. All right. Um, and that's how I'm gonna. That's how. I'm, <laughs> that's how I'm gonna end this episode. Um. All right. So, uh, as you guys know. I am going in February. I've spoken about it a couple times, actually, in this episode. In February, I'm going uh, to the C Executive Suites uh, to conduct interviews with about 20 to 24 people. Um, These are the um, best and the brightest in entertainment, politics, academics, um, the arts, all of it. I have... uh, Doron Almog, he's a retired general from uh, from Ale, which is a special needs organization. Uh, they build villages and programs for special needs members of the community in Israel. Uh, Rivka Carmi is coming on, the former president of Ben Gurion University. Corey Gil Schuster from Ask a Palestinian, Ask an Israeli. Um, Emmanuel Kadosh from ILTV. Uh, M.K. Stav Shafir from the Knesset. Um, who else? Daniel Seaman. He's a former um, spokesperson for the Prime Minister's Office, and he's a journalist. I also have Yishai Fleischer, who is a who is a podcaster and is also the spokesman for the Jewish community in Hebron. I have um, Sarah Tuttle Singer and not on together, but Sarah Tuttle Singer and Shoshana Keats Jaskol 
who are both fellow bloggers at the Times of Israel. They're journalists as well, and they are amazing people, um, as well as advocates for a bunch of really great organizations. Um, I have a couple of friends of mine who are coming on. One of them is an artist who runs a school uh, for the arts. She she teaches people through art. She teaches kids, not just kids though. She teaches everyone um, through art. I have another friend who is a professional dancer and ballerina, and she now works in a program to bring Arabs and Israelis together through dance. Um, she's coming on and a bunch more. And the reason I'm bringing all this up is I would like for you to help me um, fund this, fund this program, fund this, uh, fund this project that I'm working on and make it so that I can, uh, continue to do what I'm doing. Um, where I told you it, it, in the, in the podcast that we just got our last piece of equipment. So the only things we need to pay for now are the location, the rentals, uh, for the lights when we're there and the, and getting all of the equipment to Israel. Um, that's roughly about 3,500 bucks if you'd like to donate and we please could use your donation, um, go over to our website, www.12citiesinisrael.com and hit the PayPal button and donate what you can to help us, um, make this a reality. I'm, I'm plugging away. We've had some wonderful people. Uh, do that and donate. And again, from the bottom of my heart and the bottom of all of our hearts, thank you. Um, we just need a little bit more help. We're almost there. So, um, yeah, if you could do that, we would really appreciate it. Um, all right. Thank you so much for joining us for the 12 cities in Israel podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our feed and become a part of the 12 cities in Israel community. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. And we'll be bringing you a brand new podcast every week. So keep your eyes out for that. Also, to help support this podcast, as I said in the beginning, you can visit our Patreon page and become a regular donor. You can find that page at www.patreon.com forward slash 12, the number 12, cities in Israel. Um, again, www.patreon.com forward slash 12 cities in Israel. Also, please visit our YouTube channel where you can see a video version of this podcast plus other videos that we've produced, including our full-length travel episode in the city of Beersheba in southern Israel. Also, that's where you're going to be able to find our video upon that's coming up. Um, while you're there, please don't forget to hit the subscribe button and the notification bell. You can also check us out at our website, www.12citiesinisrael, the number 12citiesinisrael.com, on our Facebook page, on Instagram, where every day I try to bring you a brand new picture um, from all of our Israel travels. And check us out also on Twitter, where I'm posting, I'm just posting, giving you guys updates on what's happening and what we're doing. Um, all right. That's it. Todoraba. Itrot ve. Yala bye.